Hi, I'm Rev Myron. I'm a minister through Pathways of Light, and I've been a Course in Miracles student for 40 years. This year, I'm going through the lessons and reading them and asking Jesus to clarify for me. And then I write down whatever comes into my mind. So I that's what I'm sharing with you today. So let's get started. I'm looking at lesson 29. God is in everything I see. The idea for today explains why you can see all purpose and everything. It explains why nothing is separate by itself or in itself. And it explains why nothing you see means anything. In fact, it explains every idea we have used thus far and all subsequent ones as well. Today's idea is a whole basis for vision. Paragraph two, you will probably find this idea very difficult to grasp at this point. You might find it silly, irreverent, senseless, funny, and even objectionable. Certainly God is not in a table, for example, as you see it. Yet we emphasized yesterday that a table shares the purpose of the universe. And what shares the purpose of the universe shares the purpose of its creator. Yes, I know this lesson sounds strange and even silly. Maybe it makes you feel uneasy, but stay with me here as I share my understanding of this lesson. When we look at anything in the world, including that table we used in yesterday's lesson, we are using our eyes. Our eyes don't show us anything that actually exists. But if we go deeper, not with our eyes, but with our mind, we will see purpose. We will see God. Another way to say this is that we will have forgiven the world we made. This is what happens when we forgive a grievance too. We look past what we believe someone did to us. We see that it is our thoughts about the situation that hurt us. This is forgiveness and it is our purpose. The same idea applies to what the eyes show us. We see separate things all around us and give them names and each a special meaning. We seem to divide up creation and make it different than it is. And we look past the illusion of separate things. And when we do, we forgive, let go of our foolish attempt to change reality. We see, that is, we're aware of what is actually there. We become aware of God's creation. And God is one with his creation because ideas leave not their source. So we become aware of God. And nothing is that as, as it appears, as lesson um, paragraph three tells us. Try then today to begin to learn how to look on all things with love appreciation and open-mindedness you do not see them now would you know what is in them nothing is as it as it appears to you its holy purpose stands beyond your little range when vision has shown you the holiness that lights up the world you will understand today's idea perfectly and you will not understand how you could ever have found it difficult 
I accept that nothing is as it appears to me now. I used to get upset with people at work when I thought they were not doing their job right. I kept bringing these thoughts to the Holy Spirit until I had forgiven the situation. Then I could look with an open mind and see the innocence behind the situation. I was able to see the holiness in the people I worked with. It used to be hard for me to make this change. I would have to work at it sometimes for a long time before I could see differently. Now this way of seeing comes naturally. And if old conditioning triggers old behavior, it's easy to change. And really, I don't understand why it was so difficult. So Jesus is right about that too. It is harder for me to look at an object and clear my mind so that I can see what is truly there. Still working on that. And so the practice. Paragraph four. Our six two-minute practice periods for today should follow a now familiar pattern. Begin with repeating the idea to yourself and then apply it to randomly chosen objects about you, naming each one specifically. Try to avoid the tendency toward self-directed selection, which may be particularly tempting in connection with today's idea because of its wholly alien nature. Remember that any order you impose is equally alien to reality. Paragraph five, your list of subjects should therefore be as free of self-selection as possible. For example, a suitable list might include God is in this coat hanger. God is in this magazine. God is in this finger. God is in this lamp. God is in that body. God is in that door. God is in that wastebasket. In addition to the assigned practice periods, repeat the idea for today at least once an hour, looking slowly about you as you say the words unhurriedly to yourself. At least once or twice, you should experience a sense of restfulness as you do this. Clearly, I need this practice, so I will do it. I was looking at a box on my desk where I keep my rubber bands. The thought that came to me is that this box is not really there. It is in my mind. It is an image of an idea in my mind. If I look only with my eyes, I see a box covered in shells. Thinking of it with ego mind, <clears throat> I see a box with some history and not something I would have chosen for myself. Now I put all that aside, all the thoughts about what I like in boxes and how I feel about owning this box. I feel something different about it. I feel the love that brought the box into my life. Hmm. Well, let's see what goes from there. Thank you for listening to my recording, and I will be back tomorrow with another lesson.